Is United Healthcare Group a buy now? We're performing a UNH stock analysis using the Select Six analysis. We'll be looking at the most telling financial metrics. Then we'll give not one, but two fair intrinsic value estimates for United Health. Finally, you'll want to watch till the end when we give our rating. Along the way, there's going to be a key bonus metric that just might be the tipping point when analyzing UNH stock for your portfolio. Before we get into these valuable metrics, how has United Health stock performed? Right now, United Health Group trades for $524.13 per share. Year to date, their stock price is up just 1%, while the S&P 500 is up 14%. They're trailing the market. In the last five years, it's a completely different story. United Health Group is compounding at 14.5% annually. They're beating the market over this time. A big separation came for the business since the end of 2021. In the last decade, United Health Group's market-beating returns increased even more. They're compounding at 22% annually, absolutely crushing the market over this time. Going back all the way before the global financial crisis, in the last 18 and a half years, United Health has compounded at 13.5% annually. But that's not all. Right now, they have a 1.35% dividend yield. Their average dividend yield is added to any gains in their stock. United Health trades $34 below their 52-week high. The company's up $80 from their 52-week low. There's not a lot of short interest in the business. How big is United Health? They're one of the largest companies in the world. They have a $485.5 billion market cap. That's huge. But the burning question is, why should we be paying close attention to United Health Group? United Health Group is one of the largest private health insurers, providing medical benefits to about 53 million members globally, including 5 million people outside of the United States as of the middle of 2023. As a leader in employer-sponsored, self-directed, and government-backed insurance plans, United Health has obtained massive scale in managed care. Along with its insurance assets, United Health's continued investment in its Optum franchises have created a healthcare services colossus that spans everything from medical and pharmaceutical benefits to providing outpatient care and analytics to both affiliated and third-party customers. Now with that understanding, let's dive deep into their financials. Starting with metric number one, we want their average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. A typical business earns a 7% return on capital. By looking for a benchmark that's double this, we can build in margin of safety based on the quality of the business. United Health earns very stable returns on capital in the high teens. They pretty much been between 18 and 19% in all five of the last years. Indeed, when these are averaged out, they earn 18.8% returns on capital in a given year. That's coming in a handful of percentage points above the benchmark we're looking for. It's a big check on metric number one. Their returns are more than two and a half times better than a typical business. Metric number two, we want growth to support their high returns. We're looking for revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth. This metric's all or nothing. All three need to be up. We'll also include their numbers up until today. In this time, they've grown their revenues by 54%. Their earnings have grown by 76%. As a big outlier for the business, their free cash flows have nearly tripled. This comes from a $12 billion change in unearned revenues, which has benefited the company with higher free cash flows. That's something you want to pay close attention to and dig in, as it's unlikely that'll be repeated in future years. Even without this change, United Health has grown their free cash flows. All three of these are up. This growth supports their returns on capital. It's another check on metric number two. Metric number three, we want earnings per share growth. This looks at the company from the view of an individual shareholder. United Health's earnings have been pretty much up until the right over this time. They've grown these by 76%. 
At the same time, the companies bought back a small 4% of shares outstanding. Higher earnings and fewer shares means they've grown their earnings per share. It's another check on metric number three. Metric number four, we want to see free cash flow per share growth. This is almost the exact same story. Their free cash flows have stably grown in this time. Combined with their small share buybacks, they've grown their free cash flows per share. It's another check on metric number four. So far, United Health is perfect on our analysis. Before we look at the company's balance sheet and get to the first of our valuations, why don't we check in on our bonus? Right now, United Health pays a 1.35% dividend yield, but is their dividend safe? That's what we're trying to figure out with our bonus. We want their dividends to be supported by their free cash flows in this time. That has been the case. United Health has easily supported their dividends, growing both their dividends per share and their free cash flows per share. They've maintained around a 25% dividend payout ratio. That's very healthy by most standards. They've supported their dividend growth in all five of these years. That's also the case today. It's exactly what we're looking for. This is a check on our bonus. In recessions, it's businesses with too much debt that can have the biggest losses and even go bankrupt. Metric number five, we want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the sum of their free cash flows in their last five fiscal years. They had $26 billion in net debt in 2018. Their last fiscal year, they ended that with $39 billion in net debt. Today, they've reduced this. They have around $24 billion of net debt, so it's actually declined over this time. By the same token, United Health has grown their free cash flows. They produced $93.5 billion of free cash flow in their last five fiscal years. This doesn't include the $38.2 billion of free cash flow from their last 12 months. Keep in mind again that has their change in their unearned revenue, which majorly benefited the company. Either way we look at it though, their net debt position is supported by their free cash flows. United Health seems to be in a strong financial position as they use a modest amount of debt compared to the cash they're generating in their business. It's another check on metric number five. Flawless through our first five metrics, does United Health have what it takes to go six for six on our analysis and be a perfect select six stock? Why don't we find out? The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want United Health's average five-year free cash flow divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this gives a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. It's the first of two different ways we'll estimate a fair value for the company based on their cash flows. We learned they produced $93.5 billion of free cash flow in their last five fiscal years. This means they produced $18.7 billion in an average year. Right now, they have a $519 billion enterprise value, which looks at United Health similar to it being a private company. When we divide their $18.5 billion of average free cash flow by their $519 billion enterprise value, it gives us a 3.6% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. That's just slightly under the yield from the 10-year treasury. On a current basis, they produce $38.2 billion of free cash flow in their last 12 months. When we divide that by their $519 billion enterprise value, it gives us a 7.4% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. These are split on either side of the yield from the 10-year treasury. If we take out their change in their unearned revenue, they would have produced $26 billion in free cash flow in their last 12 months, which would give a 5.2% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. Still, free cash flows, as we're seeing here, can be lumpy year to year. That's why we're looking at an average. This is coming in below that risk premium we're looking for, meaning all the way on metric number six. This is our first and only X of the day for United Health. Don't just throw the business out. Stick around for our second fair value estimate before we give our rating to the business. 
Everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that, in my opinion, is the main reason to analyze United Health. This takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to estimate their fair value per share. A DCF model is based on the predictability of a company's free cash flows. Like any model in any discipline, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. We're starting with an average of their free cash flows from their last three fiscal years. The company had a major benefit in this year, which makes it well above their average. Then we'll use historical growth assumptions to project these into the future. It's up to you to figure out if these will be accurate or not for UNH. They've been a highly predictable business in their past, which better informs these assumptions, though it's no guarantee for the future. If we assume they grow their average free cash flows at 14% annually in the next decade, then in the following decade, we'll assume that this growth rate is cut in half and these grow at 7% annually. We won't add in their tangible book value as that may be skewed based on some of the accounting for the company. If we want a market beating rate of return of 15%, which is what Warren Buffett looks for from his investments. At today's valuation multiples, if they're the same 20 years into the future, an estimate of United Health Group's fair value per share is around $350. It's down from their current stock price, down... It's about $100 under their 52-week low. Keep some key points in mind. This is a huge established business, which can potentially make it more difficult to have big mispricings. UNH has benefited from multiple expansion in the past decade. They've traded for a median of 21 times earnings in the last decade. Right now, they trade for 23 and a half times earnings. This has ranged. They traded as low as 10 times earnings and as high as 31 times earnings in their past. Investor John Huber of Sabre Capital Management just wrote an excellent piece on what a headwind multiple contraction could be and why it's really valuable to look toward companies that can see their multiples expand. UNH has benefited from this, which has helped drive their increase in their stock price in the past decade. It's unlikely that they continue to benefit from this in the future. Most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Consult with your financial advisor before making any investment decision. In just a minute, we'll give our rating to UNH. We need to address something first. We've covered the numbers, but their qualitative factors may be even more important for this business. Why don't we learn what these are? Let's start with a long thesis. Number one, United Health has managed its balance sheet more conservatively than peers, giving it more flexibility in times of change. Number two, as the leading provider of Medicare Advantage plans in the United States, United Health should benefit from ongoing demographic shifts and the increasing popularity of these plans among seniors. Number three, United Health's strategy of providing medical insurance, pharmacy benefits, and healthcare services creates a powerful alignment of incentives that should help clients control their healthcare costs better than pure play competitors. But we'd be remiss if we didn't cover their negatives as well. Let's look at a short thesis for the business. Number one, the size of the business may eventually catch up to this healthcare behemoth, making its mid-teens earnings growth goal difficult to achieve in the long run. Number two, the insurance and pharmacy benefits management industry will likely remain targets of regulators aiming to increase health coverage and reduce the healthcare cost burden on society with the goal of achieving universal affordable coverage. Number three, economic downturns could cut into United Health's near-term earnings power, especially if employer-based insurance roles shrink. Those are some of their qualitative factors. Now let's combine that with their financials as we give our rating to the business. So far, we learned that United Health Group looks like a wonderful business. 
They earn high stable returns on capital in the upper teens. They've grown a lot in the last five years while buying back some shares. Most recently, they benefited from a $12 billion change in unearned revenues, which increased their last 12 months of free cash flow. They also maintain a reasonable amount of leverage in their business that's easily supported by their free cash flows. They've grown their free cash flows and they've also supported a growing dividend, making this business a good dividend growth candidate. The only knock to the company came based on their free cash flow to enterprise value yields. These look like these were split on either side of the 10-year treasury. When we performed our discounted cash flow analysis, using those assumptions at today's valuation multiples, if these stay the same, if we want that market-beating 15% rate of return like Warren Buffett, an estimate for United Healthcare Group's fair value per share is around $350. Be patient on this one. The last time they traded at those levels was in February of 2021. When we look at all the factors of this business, United Healthcare Group looks like an excellent candidate for more research. If you enjoyed this UNH stock analysis, like the video, comment below, and subscribe to the channel for more.